Welcome to Both And with Bessie Graham, your weekly inspiration to help you use your time, talent, and treasure to make a bigger difference in the lives of others. I'm your host, Bessie Graham, award-winning entrepreneur with over 20 years of experience from the grassroots to the hallowed halls. Thanks for joining me. Let's jump in. I hope that the last three episodes have been helpful in pulling apart and putting more flesh around what a both-and mindset looks like and how you can put it into practice in your own life. I've learned over the years that unless you can give practical next steps and real-world examples of what an intellectual or theoretical idea looks like, it is difficult for most people to make the leap and bring into their everyday practice the skills, routines and rituals that will unlock the desired outcomes they are seeking. My desire in this podcast and in my work more broadly, has always been to show up as a practitioner. Someone who is in the arena, getting dirty, learning on the job, and sharing from a place of practical, hard-earned wisdom, rather than being someone who is preaching academic ideas and theoretical concepts from a clean ivory tower. I live and breathe what I share with you, and I want to share the good and bad of what I've learned so that you know you're not alone and so that wherever possible, I can make it a little easier for you than it has been for me. In today's episode, I'm going to be asking you to identify an area or a few areas if necessary where you can go through a similar process to the one I've demonstrated in the last few episodes. Our focus will be on the importance of making explicit things that may to date have been intuitive to you, but left blurry for others, trying to work with or support you. Areas where others feel confused or see as opaque can be a real blocker to you seeing your vision come to fruition. They can create bottlenecks where people cannot progress or act without your involvement, and they can ultimately limit the impact you can have on the world. This is going to be a first step in us beginning to identify those areas and take steps in making them explicit and learning to articulate them more clearly for others. I hope it is a helpful process and I look forward to hearing what emerges for you and then how things change as a result of your actions and newfound clarity. First up, let me share a story with you to illustrate the importance of what I'm asking you to do. In my work over many years around impact investment, I constantly saw investors perplexing entrepreneurs by telling them they were not investable, but failing to give examples, reasons, 
or areas that needed to be addressed in order for them to be considered for investment in the future. I have always made it a priority to give specific feedback and to offer my views on focus areas, priorities, and sequence when it comes to either investing or granting to organisations. Many years ago, I did a national roadshow with one of the major financial institutions in Australia and did one-on-one sessions across the country with social enterprises where we did a rapid-fire triage or assessment of their business model. Instead of simply saying they were or were not investable, I had some notepads made up which looked like an old-school doctor's prescription notepad. On it, I had myself or my team members write down for each entrepreneur at the end of the session the top three priorities they needed to focus on following our meeting. Designing the sessions in this way ensured that no one walked away from their one-on-one confused on what our advice was or where we thought they needed to focus their efforts and work moving forward if they wanted to engage further with us on their investment readiness journey. As someone who loves a philosophical conversation, is at ease with theoretical, big-picture concepts, and is very comfortable with listening to and acting on my intuition, I have had to intentionally cultivate practices like this of pulling apart and making explicit things that I often incorrectly think are obvious to everyone else. I don't always remember to do this, and sometimes I remember, but fail to have the discipline to follow through. Usually when I don't follow through, I regret it afterwards, as problems inevitably emerge because I have assumed people understood something that I had not done the work to break down and properly explain. My failure to communicate and my lack of clarity created the conditions for confusion. Ironically, often when I fail to do this work, my excuse has been that I don't have time to break it down, pull it apart, or figure out how to communicate it more clearly. Yet my intellectual laziness ends up costing me more time, more frustration and disappointment, and dramatically reduces the outcomes or impact in the long run. The simple act of designing a notepad and making it a step in our triage process ensured that the thoughts my team or I had were captured clearly and communicated to the entrepreneurs and organisations we worked with. Very simple acts like this create the prompt that forces us to be explicit and reduces the risk of confusion or assumptions, creating misunderstandings that show up in incredibly annoying ways down the track. My guess is that you will have had similar experiences in areas that are your natural intuitive strengths. These places can often be our blind spots because they are taken for granted and assumed to be obvious and available to everyone when they are, in fact, quite unique to you. 
I would encourage you to have a think about areas and what they are where you need to be more explicit in your work and interactions. In the previous three episodes, I've unpacked aspects of both and as a mindset for you in some more detail. What are the areas you are now going to commit to unpack and develop into more clearly articulated practices, frameworks, products or methodologies that will help increase the traction you get and the outcomes you achieve? You will hear me say over and over in our interactions that very rarely will there be an idea or practice that I suggest to you which is completely novel or unique. Much of what you hear as you engage with my podcast or weekly videos will be things that you have heard, studied, reflected on, or maybe even tried over the years. Like me, you are an established leader with a proven track record. I know you are experienced. I know you are diligent, hardworking, and committed to making a difference in the world. But here's the thing. We can know things and yet fail to put them into practice in our lives. Knowing something intellectually is not enough. If you listen to these episodes and think, yep, that's interesting, but I already know that, so this isn't for me, I would simply ask you to pause a little longer and reflect on your behaviour, your actions, your prioritisation of time, the way you make decisions, how you read risk, and how you allocate money. Are you putting into practice the ideas and concepts I'm suggesting to you? In my own life, I am constantly doing a dance between my desire to learn new things and stay intellectually stimulated in order to stay engaged, but to also be aware of the trap of always seeking the next thing, learning the new strategy or tool, and chasing shiny things, rather than putting into practice and consistently implementing the things I have learnt and already know, so that they can make a real difference in the work I do and the outcomes I achieve. So, let's pause for a minute, quiet the noise, and reflect. First up, I'd like you to identify those areas where you are making assumptions and leaving big leaps, jumps in your logic that your audience needs to somehow traverse. Just have a think about that. Maybe write it down. What are those areas where you're making assumptions? You're leaving big jumps of logic and people are struggling to make sense of it. Now that you've identified an area or a few where you're making assumptions Can you break it down in some more detail? Are there common steps or a specific sequence you have found most effective in the years of experience you have had 
that you could share with others to help them make the leap in their own mind and more importantly, give them the confidence to take the leap and put it into practice. Just sit with these things and if you need more time than's given in the podcast itself, just press pause before you move on to the next question. I want you to try and capture the steps or a visual representation of your framework so you can test it with people and continue to refine it until you find a clearer way to communicate it. This exercise of reflecting on and trying to identify the areas where you may have been blind to your zone of genius being at play is really important and is something that you can periodically do. Small tweaks in your consciousness of these areas and then the discipline to put into practice the things you already know could make all the difference and allow you to unlock previously unattainable results. On the back of your reflections today, what areas are you now going to commit to unpack and develop into more clearly articulated practices, frameworks, products or methodologies that will help increase the traction you get and the outcomes you achieve? I want you to write that down. And if you are game, maybe send me a message or connect with me on social media and tell me what those areas are that you're committing to so that you have some accountability as you drive to clarity on these areas you've identified. I would love to hear from you about the areas you're committed to unpacking and developing further. And my hope for you is that in the process of doing that, you dramatically increase the traction you get and the outcomes you achieve. At the end of the day, I want to help unlock your brilliance in ways that make the world a better place. And so much of that starts with the conscious awareness of how you're showing up and the areas in which you are operating from a place of intuition or autopilot. Intuition is a powerful thing that you absolutely want to leverage, but as we've unpacked today, left unchecked and unconscious, it can actually limit your impact and make you a bottleneck because others simply do not understand your vision or what success looks like. If someone can't figure out exactly what you want or how it is they get from where they are, to the future state you are picturing, it is demoralizing and for most will feel insurmountable. So here's to your consciousness and making things explicit, being the step you take this week that moves you in the direction of creating the change you want to be part of in the world and helping you step more fully into the leader you can be, living and leading a meaningful life.
thank you so much for listening to Both And with Bessie Graham. You know you were born to do something significant, so don't leave it to chance. Join me each week to pick up quick tips and ideas that will support you on your journey to live and lead a meaningful life. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the show so that you never miss an episode and leave us a review so that other people can find us and feel a little less lonely and a little more supported on their journey of leadership. If you haven't joined our Facebook group yet, you'll find the link in the episode notes. Please join us. Thank you so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each week. See you next time. Cheers.